Case on a deep drop, steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side, caught by Diggs. Stay up, oh, oh, oh my God! Thirty, no way! What's up, everybody? My name is Kylan. This is Savvy Sporter. We don't really have a name for our podcast. I'm uh, I'm Sean. You know, just the duo. The duo going at it. The duo. This is this is gonna be fun. Once we figure out a name for ourselves. <laughs> You're killing me, man. Um. Yeah, we don't have a name, and we need a name. Yeah, I think all good podcasts all, have a name. All podcasts have a name. It doesn't have to be. Cool. Oh. Mind blown. Yeah. Mind blown emoji. Yeah, so still a work in progress. Uh, we're going to roll with this today. Yeah, this is going to be fun. We have a website, SavvySporters.com. It's a pretty cool website. Go ahead and check it out. Subscribe to us. We're going to put our podcast on there. Uh, should be available on iTunes and YouTube. <laughs> I love it. Let's go. Yeah, so I'm Kylan. I'm the cool one. So Kylan's going to probably debut, well, he's going to debut it today, and then it'll probably be his little segment. So he's going to talk about uh, this day in sports history. Yeah, and we're not just going to go with the cool stuff in sports history. <laughs> we're not just going to go with the cool stuff in sports history, but instead we're going to talk about, you know, some fun stuff in sports history as well. You ready for this, Sean? I am ready when you are. Alrighty. So uh, in 2002... Former NBA All-Star Jason Williams was indicted on a series of charges, including aggravated manslaughter in connection with the shooting <laughs> death of a limousine driver. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this dude? What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Pick this one. <laughs> it's relevant, man. 2002. It's like the that was like, 16 years ago. Think about it. I was five years old at that point. Good just night. moving to just moving to Colorado. That's pretty cool. Uh, Jason Whitaker of Redmond, Washington, becomes the first American to reach the summit of Mount Everest. That happened in 1963. Praise to that dude. I could not do that. That's a little cold for me and a lot of physical exercise as well. I, I struggle with the stairs at school, so. Yeah, I get a little winded. Yeah, I'll on pass on Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, you could freeze and die up there. That's not fun. And then uh, Oakland Athletics outfielder Ricky Henderson steals his 939th base today in 19 blah 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 to break Lou Brock's record of stolen bases in a career. That cool? <laughs> 19 blah blah That's blah. That's awesome, man. 19 blah blah blah. How does that make you feel? I'm pretty sure nobody's gonna maybe like D Gordon or something. I don't know if anyone's gonna I haven't looked at the stats, so I don't know who's who's next in line, but that's a that's a lot of stolen bases. Yeah, that's a lot of stealing. He's probably go to jail for that. 
it's kind of a route to see all that stuff. It happens. I'm not wrong. Um, so we're going to go hop into our uh, first little talk about today is that NBA first round and a little bit of a second round preview. But we're going to start off with a, a cool little uh, segment that Sean's going to start heading here. And we're going to start it off. And why don't you tell us what it is, Sean? Well, well, first, we're going to talk about the first round. We'll talk about that a little bit. All right, we're going to go over the games. All right, he, he doesn't want to get into this. He wants to be a little bit more PC about okay. this. We gotta, no, we got to wait for it. Oh, it's going to be a little we bit of a surprise. we got to wait for it. It's going to be a little bit of a surprise for you guys. All right, so first round of the Western Conference playoffs. Saw Minnesota That's my against, team. against Houston, and it wasn't close. That was my team, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Who beat the Nuggets? Beat my Denver Nuggets yeah, in good. game 82. To go to the playoffs, yeah. Garbage, you know. Taj Gibson fouled Jokic. I don't, I don't got to get into it. We know, we know what happened. Um, no, tell me. Tell me what happened, Sean. Jokic is better than Cat. And Taj Gibson was fouling him the entire fourth quarter in overtime. That's what happened. You know, that's not wrong. But Jokic is not better than Cat. And I beg to differ. What does Cat do well besides score? Block shots and get rebounds. Jokic rebounds just as well, and he averages like almost seven assists. The one thing that I've learned from so, being able to watch Denver a lot more than being able to watch Minnesota is that Jokic is a far better passer than Carl Anthony Towns will ever be. Oh, easily. And that's he's that's, the best passing big in the league right now. That's that's really cool from that point. Whereas a as a big, you actually can find open guys, make a good pass. Whereas you see a lot of bigs like Dwight Howard who gets in the post and he gets stuck in the post and he won't pass out. Or even us when we were playing basketball as kids. You get the ball in the post, and you hear, ball, give me the ball, I'm open, I'm open. And you're like, screw you, I'm going up. Well, don't get me wrong. Like, the NBA is changing in that way. Like, Dwight Howard in his prime, easily the best center in the league. Easily. That man led his team to the finals. He had Jameer Nelson. Uh, he beat LeBron. He beat LeBron. He did beat in LeBron. In the Eastern Conference but, Finals. But the big man's changing in the league. So that factors into it a lot. That's why Dwight, Dwight Howard had, what, 30 points? 30 rebounds 30 or something rebounds? like that, yeah. Yeah, 30, 30. whatever it was. He's still good. Yeah, but... He just doesn't fit in today's NBA. No, it, it's a lot different than what you see where, you know, you got Akeem Olajuwon, like, destroying the glass all the time. He's just getting boards. Even Kevin Love, even Kevin Love, when he was in Minnesota the first time, he was much more of a rebounder than he is with Cleveland now. With Cleveland, he's not putting any anywhere close to the numbers he was in Minnesota with let's the rebounds. Ju- let's just look at the first round. Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns. Houston Rockets, Clint Capella, who doesn't do anything, but he benefits from the team he's on. Golden State, Zaza Pachulia, JaVale McGee, they don't even play that much. San Antonio, LaMarcus Aldridge, not a center, but... He had a really good year this year. He he was pretty much their five this year. Portland, Nurkic, who's a bum. He's more of your prototypical older big man, where he, back to the basket. But he flops. That's that's something for an yeah, uh, old uh, big man never did no, yeah, was flop. He's, he's he terrible. flops all the time. Uh, Pelicans, you have Anthony Davis yeah. and Boogie Cousins, who both stretch the floor, shoot threes. Utah, Rudy Gobert has no post game whatsoever. He's almost like a Clint Capella, but he's better shot blocker and I don't know skinnier. I don't know. And then OKC, Stephen Adams is kind of a bruiser down there. Not much of a post game either. So the players that can't even. Like space the floor, they're pretty much not useless on offense, but they get their points. They benefit from the people on their team to get their points. 
Yeah, absolutely. And what's cool about Carl Anthony Towns is he can shoot the three ball. He was a leading three-point shooter on Minnesota's team. And that's honestly what killed him against Houston, the lack of the three ball. I mean, if you looked at it, the one game they won, they outshot Houston from three. That was the one game they the won. The games I watched, because I was, I was still salty that they beat them, so I didn't watch a whole lot of it. Um, Cap looked terrible. Game one and two, he, he did look bad. really bad. Um, yeah. Game three, he picked it up a little bit. wasn't wasn't still what he looked like in the regular season. Game four, he looked really awesome, and then they that that was a fifty point quarter. I don't know how you can beat somebody when you have oh, a fifty man. point quarter. <laughs> that's, uh, James that's, Harden. That's half of a team's normal points per game in one quarter. If the Nuggets would have made the playoffs, they would have played Golden State in the first round. They would have avoided Houston, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying they would have won the series. But they would have gassed the well, Warriors. The especially, Warriors would have been tired. Especially playing here in Denver. I mean, that's one thing that people missed, I feel like, a lot here in Denver, is the home court advantage in the playoffs. Like, I remember my uh, sophomore year in high school, I think I went to Lakers versus Nuggets in the first round. I, that was really cool. Were you there? Did you come with us, too? Or no? I yeah. Don't, did was you? That, I think that might have been freshman year. Might have been. That was really cool. I mean, and just seeing how how different the style of play was in the playoffs at that point and how to a different level Denver was playing because they could literally outrun you because you would die of altitude. I mean, And then you look at it, Warriors didn't have Steph Curry for the entire first round. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets split the series with Golden State 2-2 during the regular season. Um, I don't know. That would have been... I would have liked the matchup for sure. A lot better than San Antonio and Golden State. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, I mean, and that's not not a dig at San Antonio. They're they're usually a good team, and they had some. Un- that was sort of a dig at San Antonio. And they had they had some. Uh, they're old and slow. They had some unfavorable things happen to them in the playoffs as well, with the passing of Pop's that, wife. That is true. But uh, they they came back and they won one game. They made it. They didn't make it uh, competitive, but they made it to where they didn't get swept. Unlike the Portland Trailblazers. That made me so happy. By Anthony Davis. Oh my goodness. And Rajon Rondo, Drew fifth Holiday. year. Drew Holiday is a freaking animal. What about fifth gear Rondo? Playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo is something else. <laughs> if he can get there, he's something else. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, let's look at the Eastern Conference really quick. Toronto and Washington, they had some close games. Well, they um, played game seven and game one. That's how they treated it. They said they wanted to play game one like game seven. So they, Are they going to be tired? They the first game of a series. Are they going to be tired from playing so many game sevens? They could be. It is Toronto. I don't know what they do in Canada, but exchange rate and everything. Boston and Milwaukee went seven. Scary Terry against Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, and <laughs> I think the the big thing about that was how Giannis disappeared in Game Seven. He has to develop a jump shot. He has to. It's kind of like Ben Simmons. I He's mean, averaging like I don't know what it was twenty six at least, and he can't shoot. That's insane. That's insane. It's kind of like Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a great finisher on the rim. We, yeah, and then they, go ahead. Can't shoot. No, he, he can. He's like shoot. me shooting in high school. And he still averaged like with that lefty shot too. Yeah, yeah it's incredible. Well, uh, what was it? It was game. It was Miami game four, I believe, when they were playing uh, Philadelphia, and Miami was down by like what one or two or three. It was a really close game, and for some reason they didn't foul Ben Simmons, and I thought. You're down. You still have time on the clock. It's about 50 seconds left, I believe. I'm like, you need to foul Ben Simmons. He's a career like 50% free throw shooter. You're gonna you're gonna make up points here. But they just let him. 
get, get to the basket. I never thinking like I think his name's Leonard Leonard Hamilton at Florida State. Hey, the game was over. We're not gonna foul. You could go that route. Interesting. Well, yeah, never mind. Um, then we had Cleveland and Indiana go seven. Um, <laughs> let's before we get into the highly anticipated segment, um, let's just give you a look at the second round um, of the playoffs so far, which features uh, Houston and um, the Jazz, who have rookie Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he's a rookie, but so is Ben Simmons, right? No, no, I'm I'm all for Ben Simmons being a rookie. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell is just super petty. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and it doesn't even make sense. I mean, Blake Griffin came out and he was like, "Oh, I'm glad that was, this wasn't a big thing when I was got the rookie year because he also missed a year." It's the rule. You don't have to like it. Yeah, it's gotta follow it's, it. It's what the NBA has it's as like, their their guidelines. It's like the laws. You don't have to like it, but you gotta follow them. Exactly. Then you have Golden State and New Orleans. Steph Curry's coming back tonight. Game I don't over. think that's going to be a series. That's honestly over and over and four, maybe five tops. I really don't think that's going to be. I a don't series. think playoff Rondo can get can get going. And then you have Philly playing Boston. A hurt Boston. Hurt Boston. Jalen Brown just got her injured. No mm-hmm. Kyrie. No Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Hayward. As we all know. Scary Terry, however. I think they had three players score twenty plus. It was the first time. So it was some stat. I think it was Horford, Jason Tatum, and Scary Terry, Terry Rozier. All scored 20 to 25, maybe. I'm not sure. But they play hard and they are coached very well. Brad, yeah. He's Brad Stevens is coach a of the year. Great, great head coach. Coach of the year. I mean, went from Butler, where he almost beat your Duke Blue, Blue Devils. Almost, almost. On that Gordon Hayward buzzer beater, that was, that was close. But they didn't. Nope. But he was, I mean, he was for a small Division One college where no one really knew who they were at that point, except for the Butler faithful and, and a couple, you know, gambling icons who somehow get 98% of the picks ranked during the March Madness bracket. They, they kind of predicted that. But he's such a good coach. I mean, but one, the one knock on him was for a while that he couldn't win in the playoffs as well. But he's kind of turned that leaf, and he's taken a, a Boston team that shouldn't win, shouldn't have beat Milwaukee. They should not have beat Milwaukee. That was the whole thing was, should Milwaukee beat the 76ers in the last game of the season to play Cleveland, or should they lose and play Boston? I I don't get Milwaukee, going back to them. They are so talented, and they just can't get it together. They have no, they have no idea what they're doing on offense. They all just kind of freely roam. They don't have a plan, but they have the talent. Chris Middleton, obviously Giannis, Eric Bledsoe, um, Jabari Parker, I mean, they have talent. They just don't put it together. Someone, yeah. someone compared them, said they're the Nuggets of the East, which I thought was very accurate. Um, there is one thing though; they can make the playoffs in the East. <laughs> well, hot take: I think the East is better than the West right now. Wow. If you look at it, the Eastern Conference had a lot closer of playoff series, which means, in correlation, that their teams are much more. It, Fairly, you know, mm. together. I mean, mm. the best teams lie in the West. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. The best teams lie in the West, but you have four one, four one, four zero, four two. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily better. It. If they had closer matchups, so maybe maybe one through eight is not as talented, and they're all kind of bunched together, well, putting together better series. I I think, and I and in my opinion, I think that's better. 
to me. I like watching that better. No, instead of a close series. Instead of going watching Minnesota and Houston, where I told you at the beginning it was going to be a sweep. I was surprised they won one. And I love the I, I love the Timberwolves. I love the Nuggets as well. I mean, it's kind of a weird thing that I got going on. But being from Minnesota and coming to here and going to all those Nuggets games with you, I kind of like both of them. Um, which, which, what's a cool stat about you know Minnesota is they haven't made the playoffs in 14 years. But you went to a Minnesota Timberwolves game this year, and they made the playoffs. Yeah, they lost to the Suns. That was incredible. That was is, awesome. is Sean English the Minnesota Timberwolves' lucky charm to make the playoffs? No. I think I think we should tweet them. Let they, them know. They should have been good. They should have been better. It was. It was. It, I don't know if we can chalk it up all to the Jimmy Butler injury. And that's a big issue in the NBA this year in general. A lot of it had to do with Jimmy Butler's. Injuries. Yeah, a lot of injuries. And it's going to keep getting worse. This could be like the NFL. People just keep getting injured. The Nuggets finally get a. A free agent, and Paul Millsap misses more than half the season, and they miss the playoffs by a game. So who knows what happens? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then Toronto versus Cleveland. That's going to be a cool Cleveland. little series. Cleveland! <laughs> Cleveland, this is for you. This is for you? Yeah. Um, so LeBron edged out. I say LeBron because yes. it was not Cleveland. It was LeBron. Hey, hey, Sean. Edges out. Hey, Sean. Indiana Pacers. Do you have a I, – I heard you say something about – Boston scoring 20 points or more, three players. Can you, can you throw me a fact really quick? Yeah. Um, so this this brings us to the segment, um, suck it, LeBron fans. All right. Oh, God. Did I just say that? Yeah. LeBron haters. Okay. Yeah, don't suck it, LeBron fans. We love we you. We got to rename it. Yeah. We're going to name it, you love to hate LeBron. All right? Because for some reason, everyone loves to hate LeBron. That is a... Brand new name. We can we can think of a name for a segment, but we can't think of a name for the podcast. So, little little brainstorming tip you, you guys got. LeBron. All right, fifteenth season in the league. Game seven, winner go home, and what does he do? Plays forty three minutes. He was, he was trying to play the whole game. Um, drops forty five points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. After playing all 82 in the regular season. What's one thing that he didn't have? He's never lost in the first round. But you know who has? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Facts don't lie. LeBron's the GOAT. You can at me at Sean M. English on Twitter. I don't care. LeBron's the GOAT. You can at me too at that dude, KR. So have 15th fun with that. season. And he's arguably 82 games. his best basketball. 15 seasons, 82, 89 games. He's played 89 games so far. You know, do you think he do you, do you think he stretched it to seven games because he wanted to play the most games in NBA history? I don't know what that is. He's when it's all said and done, the miles on this guy. Like, just think about this. He's been to what seven straight finals. Yeah, that's a little bit in jeopardy right now. But that's a lot of games to be played after the regular season. The miles on this man, and he's still putting up forty-five points in a game seven. At age thirty-three in his fifteenth season, it's insane. I don't know. What, I don't know what really you can say no about that. No other I mean, Cavalier in that series scored twenty points. No, and it's it's sad. It's sad. It's you bad. got Kevin Love. You have Kevin Love's good. Everyone else, bonafide scrubs. Uh, Tristan Kardashian definitely. Tristan Thompson showed up. Kardashian. J.R. Smith. <laughs> He's. It, it's so. I I love J.R. Smith. Because he can just turn it on at any point in the time in, in the game. He can just be a freak nature. 
Rodney Hood, who people were wondering why Utah was going to get rid of him, game seven played seven minutes and recorded a rebound, part of the trade. Jordan Clarkson played 11 minutes and recorded a rebound. Larry Nance Jr. in 13 minutes recorded four rebounds and a point. George Hill, so he played well when he actually got to play. 19 minutes, six rebounds, three assists, and 11 points. Three of the people they acquired played, what is that, 33-ish minutes, 20, 31? Six rebounds, one point. That's insane. And, you know, a lot of Larry Nance Jr. not playing had to do with Tristan Kardashian playing a little bit more. He put 15 up which is kind of surprising. Is that Cleveland's strategy now for the rest of the series? Don't play Tristan Thompson until game seven? They, LeBron, I like LeBron, obviously. He's the GOAT. If he wants to make it back to the finals, other people are going to have to step up. Absolutely. Because you're going to run into Toronto. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to potentially play Boston or Philly. Yeah, and I, I don't he think... He cannot do this by himself. And I don't think at all that you can really... Uh, it was it was before it was like ooh Cleveland's best matchup could, they can hope that they get to face Boston in the finals because they're they're depleted but now can you even hope that I mean they just beat Philadelphia and they beat them by like 15 points it, that wasn't even a game it was not so that it'll it'll be interesting I think definitely the first round was really cool it was really fun to watch we got to see some history with Timberwolves playing got to see uh, some more uh, James Harden flops. James Harden oh, fouls. God, don't even get me started. Oh, I did. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna go. I'm not gonna waste my time talking about James Harden because he's not worthy of it. Did you? Okay, so they they said Paul George's shot wasn't a foul because he leaned into him. Well, then are you gonna start calling it like that on James Harden? Can't couldn't tell you. I'm not. Go, I'm not going into that. I know you want me to, and I. I'm not, I'm not gonna waste my time. <laughs> um, I ranted on Twitter a lot about that. I, th- I think you saw. Yeah. That was bad. I'm, I am so here for another Warriors Cavs finals. And I know nobody else wants to see that. I am so here for it. Do you think it happens? No. Neither do I. No. no. Well, it'll be interesting to I see. Think Cl- I think Golden, Steer- Golden State makes it. I, I don't know how it's. You have the three headed monster Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry. And Steph Curry's back now. He's got a little bit of rash. I think Golden State shouldn't play him right now. They don't have to. We can agree it's going to be Houston and Golden State mm-hmm. in the Western Conference Finals. Absolutely. I, the I Jazz think with Donovan Mitchell, who's a rookie. Get swept. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah, that's not a series. And then the Pelicans, no. Don't, Get no. swept. Hot take. And then, uh, I don't know. I see I see Cleveland, Toronto going to six. I see Cleveland winning in six. I don't think. Do I don't. As much as they struggled, I think LeBron James got some rest, got to go home and go to sleep, just like he asked for. And then he got to go, and his team really got to see what it's like. They got that necessary playoff experience. And I, it didn't really translate throughout that whole first series, but I think reflecting on it after the first series, it'll help them out uh, a lot. I don't know. LeBron, you can argue about him going to Miami and making a super team. For majority of his career, he's played with bums. Yeah, what about his straight like, up bums? For seven years in Cleveland. Oh seven, he took Eric Snow and Larry Hughes and Drew Gooden and I don't even remember Ooh. their names because exactly took them to the finals. If he does it with this team, if he takes them to the finals, he has to cement himself as a he's the goat. You, there's no argument. No, and then I love the people that are like, well, it's like, well, LeBron James has helped win his all. 
Michael Jordan hasn't. He had Dennis Robin and Scottie Pippen. Oh, yeah. Steve Kerr. LeBron pass Scottie Pippen in all-time steals in playoff history. So there's that for you, too. You know what else he, he hasn't done? Lost in the first Lost round. Lost in the first round. But Michael Jordan has. Michael Jordan has. All right. Who's your MVP? LeBron James. Yeah. I and agree. it's probably going to go to Harden because of his team's success. Well, is Harden's team success solely based on him, or is it, or is it that he got to add another habitual playoff choker and Chris Paul, and then it kind of worked out as two wrongs make a right, and they played really well? I'll be honest, I did not think they were going to play well together at all, because you have two ball dominant guards. I just didn't see it working out. But literally, everybody on that team can shoot except for like Mane and Clint Capella. You can't help off of anybody. Because Eric Gordon and Ryan Anderson, Trevor Ariza, yeah, they're all gonna make you pay. It, yeah. Well, Minnesota learned that. I mean, what Trevor Ariza had like fifteen straight points in one game coming off the bench. It was just like how do you stop? PJ Tucker, who has the nicest shoe game in the NBA, by the way. (laughs) It'll be interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like I said, I'm here for a Cavs Warriors Finals again. Yeah, me too. Give it to me. On a silver platter. Yeah, I'm, I'll watch it all game. Oh, every game, oh, all yeah. minutes. Not even getting up to go to the bathroom. I don't do that anyway. I'm, I'm like Mel Kiper Jr. And that leads us great into our next segment. Tot, tot, tot. <laughs> Mel Kiper Jr. never takes a bathroom break during the NFL draft. Is that what and you're that, talking about? Yeah, and that's what we're going to get talking okay. about. Uh, just recently, the NFL draft happened. Uh, we got to see a lot of shockers and a lot of cool picks, a lot of cool stories with Shaquem, Gr- Shaquem Griffin. So that was pretty cool seeing him get to play with his brother in but Seattle. Before we get into what we have planned, just what are your what are your takeaways from the draft? Um, you have Baker Mayfield going number one overall. Yeah, either Cleveland knows something we don't, or and let's be honest they they usually they don't, don't know anything. They usually don't. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. I mean, I heard this on the radio the other day, and it was like, if this was Sashi Brown picking Baker Mayfield, everybody would be tearing him apart. But since it's a new GM picking Baker Mayfield, who cares? Good for him. Great pick, right? And you got them picking a corner with some backwards logic that having a better secondary will have a better pass rush. I think you got that one flipped around a little bit. I think you saw it in Denver. I think you saw it in Minnesota. I think you've seen it in, uh, especially in say, uh, New Orleans. New Orleans had a really good defensive year. But Cam Jordan, you can't block him. Looking at the, like like you said, the Broncos. I'm a Broncos fan, obviously. 2015, they had solid lines and DBs. Mm-hmm. But so their I DBs see where the were, Browns are coming from. But their but, DBs got made better because of uh, Von Miller and... DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus Ware. But Akeem Tlaib and Chris Harris... Yeah, I, I, I don't agree with, disagree with that. I think they're two really good safety... I mean, corners... But when you're when you're looking at it, the sec the second most important position in the NFL right now is an edge rusher. They have Miles Garrett, and imagine Bradley Chubb on the other side. But, who did but he no, go to? we get to go see go Von to? Miller and Bradley yeah. Chubb on the other side. Yeah. That's that's scary. Was I mean, Shane Ray who had a down year? He was hurt pretty much the entire season. Oh, I cannot wait. Preseason game one. Are we going? Vikings Broncos. Vikings Broncos. We'll probably have to. Case Keenum gets to play his old team. If you're going to be here. I will. Um, I don't leave until the 15th of August. What about Luke Falk? 199. 199. The Brady pick? Tom Brady pick. 
Tutha. Tennessee. Is he going to be the next Brady? No. <laughs> ah, yeah. That'd be I nice. wonder what the statistics are on people picking a quarterback with 199 to hope that they get Tom Brady. Uh, I don't know. But what about what about the quarterbacks in this draft? What do you think? Josh Rosen? I think he, Arizona? I think he and Sam Bradford, as much as the media is going to try to put, pin them two against but each other. Mike Lennon as well. They yeah, like three. Throw away Mike Lennon. I don't care about him. Him and hey, don't hate on Mike Lennon. Him and Sam Bradford, probably the two best pure passers that ever came out of college at different times. And Sam You're Bradford throw away Mike Glennon, but talk about Sam Bradford. And I know I'm not. I know Sam Bradford has actually had success at the NFL level, but come on, man. I mean, I'm not talking about his success. I'm talking about his passing ability. Oh, yeah, but I think he has a great passing ability. Mike Glennon. This is Rosen's job already. Well, absolutely, especially when Sam Bradford gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, which was an anomaly happened in what uh, two seasons ago in 2016 2017 season where Sam Bradford didn't get hurt and he got sacked a shit ton of times because our offensive line was garbage in Minnesota <laughs> what about Sam Darnold one of the Jets uh, I know there's one friend we have who is very upset with the pick I, I kind of like it I think it's good I think he gets a year to learn behind uh, a McCown, a seasoned, a seasoned McCown, gets to learn behind him. Teddy Bridgewater, I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I the Vikings cut him for a reason. I don't think that they get rid of that man, the man who's done so much for that city so far, and not even so much. I mean, he's done some stuff for that city. Uh, I've got to see a little bit of that firsthand of how much people actually love Teddy Bridgewater in Minnesota, but they got rid of him. And there has it has to be because of health. I don't think they would have got rid of him because of his playing ability. Because you saw it when we were there in that game in Minnesota. Oh, it was wild. Crazy. When he came into when Crazy. he came in, it was wild. He threw a pick and people didn't care. People were like, "Oh, it's okay." Big on the Bengals. So I don't think people cared at all. But yeah. What about Lamar Jackson? Interesting situation he's going into with uh, Joe Flacco as their quarterback. He's elite. He is. Joe Flacco's elite, so I don't know why they drafted him. Yeah, he has a, an elite Madden, Madden card. And it's... Yeah, Joe Flacco is as elite as they come. Yeah. And that being said, he's going to be out of a job probably within the next couple of years. Probably next year. Uh, and they have the same uh, coordinator who uh, trained with Michael Vick. Who He's even told him that. He's like, I see a lot of you and Michael, uh, a lot of Michael Vick in you. So they're, they're, they're planning on getting rid of Joe Flacco. What about Josh Allen? That's my boy. Going to the Bills. They trade up? Yeah, that's my boy. I, I, I think a lot of people figured that they were going to trade up for a quarterback. Um, and it was it was kind of always Josh Allen, but they figured that he was going to trade. they were going to trade up to five for the With Broncos. Denver, yeah. yeah, but they didn't want to give up two first-round picks, which who would? Um, but So what do you think of the story about the Patriots trying to trade up to number two to get Baker Mayfield? I don't believe it, honestly. I I don't I don't think it's true. I think if they really wanted Baker Mayfield, why would they wait to two? I think uh, they had a good uh, good understanding with Cleveland. I mean, so they probably had Sam Darnold number one on their board, right? So then they would have, they would have had to beat up the Jets, who were a perennial pick to pick Baker Mayfield at three, even though I had him getting picked at fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Yeah, I don't. Fifteen. I think he's a great player. Has there ever been a mock draft 
where somebody projected someone to go 15th and they went number one overall. That's Savvy Sporters. Mock Draft 1.0. Has that ever happened? Just did. It happened. <laughs> um, I don't – I just – I didn't like I didn't like his last game. I didn't like Baker Mayfield's last game against Georgia. And Georgia's an SEC school went, that was what? fast. And, they were in zone or were they in man? And then – They went into a little bit of zone. And then he just – Once they switched defenses, he basically – I mean, the play calling was a little questionable. Didn't give him a lot of chances, but mm-hmm. once they switch defenses, he... Well, and you're going to walk into that game with the sign that says overrated, question mark, and you're going to lose that game? Yeah. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel? <clears throat> no, no, I'm not comparing not them. I'm not comparing them as players, because Baker Mayfield's obviously a better player than Johnny Manziel. But Johnny Manziel didn't have to work for anything. No. Baker Mayfield walked on what twice? Twice, yeah, and yeah. he became the first was ever the first overall pick. First ever walk on to become the first overall pick, which is pretty cool. Do I like the pick? No, I think Cleveland has had so many misses in their last ten years, so many misses, and they go for a really good player. I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking him; he's a really good player. It was some interesting off the field issues, and they're gonna go for him. It's interesting, and they just I. It's it's crazy to see these teams. So Arizona got Sam Bradford. Cleveland got uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yes. And then the Bills got AJ McCarron, and they all drafted quarterbacks this year. And I think what's interesting with the Broncos is they did not draft a quarterback. They're gonna let Paxton Lynch and Chad Kelly <laughs> battle for the second spot. Who may play. The fact he- that Paxton Lynch is getting another opportunity blows my mind. I am all here for Swag Kelly being the backup quarterback. You know what's going to be funny? Is Paxton Lynch is going to win that? He's not going to win that. He's going to win the second position. He's Ready? not going to win that. Case Keenum is going to have a really bad year. He's going to go back to kind of that Houston thing. They're going to put him in. And Paxton Lynch is going to look nothing like he did when he won the QB competition. This is what's going to happen. Case Keenum is going to get hurt. I don't want him to. Swag Kelly's going to jump in. And it's going to be Swag Kelly's team for the next 10 years. What is he going to do? Is, uh, he's going to bring an AK and yeah, mow this place down? He is great. He's a great talent, but he does not have it together at all. Um, it's definitely going to be interesting about that. Um, interesting. We both, I, you had Mike Hughes going 15 or 14 to the Packers in our mock draft, he went 30 to the Vikings. A lot of people really didn't see him sliding that far, but he had kind of those off-the-field issues. And I see a lot of that translating with what Dalvin Cook had to go through last year where people said, we don't want this guy. He's a top-10 talent, but we don't want him because of the off-field issues. And Dalvin Cook hasn't done anything. He's He tore his ACL, which you know could kind of help, but he's just been in there rehabbing hard-nosed. So it'll be interesting to see what the Vikings can do at Mike Hughes. Packers got two really good cornerbacks and uh, Jerry Alexander and Josh Jackson. Kirk Cousins got some problems, I, but rookie corners aren't always the best in the NFL, so they might not be the greatest this year, but in two to three years, kind of how we saw that progression of Xavier Rhodes in Minnesota, we might see that with those two. What about what about the Raiders getting Martavis Bryant? They picked up Jordy Nelson. They have Amari Cooper who can't catch the ball, but... He's They're going back to right, 19, 1995. 
they're going back to Gruden's golden years. I think they're all washed except for Amari Cooper. Yeah, and they traded. Jordy Nelson got cut. There's a reason the Steelers Steelers didn't want Martavis Bryant. And then, and then you look at it, and then they, they traded back. They traded back to, what, 15? And they got a third-round pick for it. It wasn't even anything. They, they picked up, uh, who was that tackle from UCLA? Is that a reaction move to Bradley Chubb? <laughs> Is it? Like, did they see the best pass rush in the AFC? And they're like, oh, no. Well, are they what offensive line are they going to get this year? Are they going to get the offensive line that didn't let up any sacks? Or are they going to get the offensive line that? Just let Derek Carr get hit all season. Oh, Derek Carr's not going to be able to play against the Broncos. He's not. Chubb and Von Miller is better than Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Call on there right now. Well, yeah, that would be I don't even know who the Chiefs pass rush is anymore. Justin, Justin Houston. Houston. Maybe D Ford. So, yeah, the AFC West. Well, I Will have. Mac is a bum. I have San Diego actually winning, being a winner of the draft as well. I think. Having Derwin James, who people thought was going to be a top 10 pick, who I predicted to fall to 17. You also predicted Baker Mayfield at 15, <laughs> so let's not forget that. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. Uh, they got him, and that's a lot of people believe that's a, that's one of the biggest deals. One of the funny things about the NFL draft is Mel Kuyper does his annual grades after it, Todd, 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 Todd. and he never gives an F to anybody because you can't fail the draft, I guess. So I, I say these are winners and losers, but you can't win the draft. You can't lose the draft right now. It, you have to see what happens. Uh, if you had, if when the Rams took Sam Bradford, they were thought of as winners. They're gonna win. Sam Bradford was a really good player in college. Turned out just getting hurt all the time. You got James Winston who's eating W's, but not really. You you can't always like you can draft a quarterback in the top five. Like mm-hmm. you can think that you're gonna change your franchise. I kind of like the Broncos not picking one. We'll look at previous drafts, even Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. What have they like actually done in the league? Well, Marcus Mariota has won a playoff game. But what about shoot Jake Locker? You remember Jake Locker? <laughs> well, <laughs> he wasn't top five. But Jimmy Clausen. Like, he was highly thought of. Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> Christian Ponder. Christian Ponder. Like, it's hit or miss. It really is. I mean, you know, there's rare stories like Jared Goff and Carson Wentz who went one and two, and they both look to be very promising. Well, I'm gonna. I, I kind of saw that Carson Wentz thing. I saw. I got to see him a lot play at NDSU, North Dakota State University, and I got to see him win a lot. And so I, I knew he was kind of a good player. I got to meet their head coaches one year. And they were really cool. They were really helpful. So I figured they were, he was coming from a great background and great coaches. But to see the success that he actually had, I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be that quick. I thought he was going to be successful in the league, but I didn't think he was going to be that quick successful. And people like to. I thought Jared Goff was going to be a bust. He got rid of Jeff Fisher. If you get out of Jeff Fisher's hands, you have a chance. Jeff Fisher had Keenum. Foles. He had Foles. He had Bradford. Jared Goff. Bradford, like just seven and nine, just won a Super Bowl. Seven and nine. Keenum just cashed out. Keenum almost went to the Super Bowl. That was only they had to battle each other to get to the Super Bowl, but still a little salty in my mind. It's it's okay. You don't need like like quarterbacks. Obviously, the most important position in this day's NFL. 
but you don't necessarily need an elite quarterback to win. No, and I think the Vikings showed that last year too. You showed that with Keenum. You showed that with Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. Don't try to tell me he's elite. Yeah, absolutely. Just won the Super Bowl. Absolutely. 2015 Broncos, Peyton Manning was atrocious. Brock Osweiler came Brock in. Brock Osweiler. Saved the season. Won the There's Super Bowl that year. There's been stories recently where a average to below average quarterback can win. It's a team game. Absolutely. Out of the, out of the four quarterbacks, we're not going to count Lamar Jackson because he was the last one in the first round. You're probably going to have one, maybe two, that are successful, like highly successful, just on, based off previous drafts. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it goes into system and what system you go into. I think Josh Allen is kind of going into a, a weird system, but they made the playoffs for the first time in a couple of years. And then they years. got rid of Tyrod Taylor. They did yeah. him dirty. They did him dirty. They picked up A.J. McCarron, who was supposed to be traded to the Browns last year. A.J. McDonald. <sighs> No, I'm not a fan of A.J. McCarron. Me neither. And then, so I, that's a little bit of a sticky situation for him to go into. I think he's day one starter. I think he's one of the – I think him and Josh, Josh Rosen are probably going to be day one starters. The two Joshes, Josh squared, day one starters. I don't know how. Well, Josh Rose, yeah, go ahead. Sam Bradford might get hurt in training camp. Well, Josh Rosen, apparently there's nine mistakes. Well, so. he changed it. He changed it. He said three. Because he, he figured that there was some non-quarterbacks up there. He's full of himself, dude. He's a millennial. He mentioned so that he would have had to fake smile. If Come would... on now. I didn't hear that. What, what he was, was that? talking about how he didn't want to have to fake smile when he got picked because he kept getting – or he kept falling a little bit. Don't yeah. tell us that. Don't tell us you're up there fake smiling. Interesting. Like, come on. That's – that's definitely interesting. Speaking of quarterbacks, NFL starting up their top 100, which saw uh, Jimmy Garoppolo on the list. At what At what number? 90? 91? 90, 90 I think. Um, he was out of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so. Makes no sense. No sense to me at all. I don't, I don't understand you, how you could do that. If you played don't six games. play, yeah. So this list is based off the season, not prior status as an NFL player. It's based off that season. And then some instances, a star is going to be worse than someone else that season. You have J.J. Watt going like 84th on the list, and he played like five games. Jimmy Garoppolo played how many? Like he, six? He played six. He played seven, seven. started six, lost his one non-start. So people keep saying that he's undefeated as a starter, but he's not undefeated as a football player. He shouldn't even be on the list. No, he shouldn't be. And it, it's unfair to everybody else that might – well, the one person that lost the spot. It, it's completely unfair. I mean, I, I love J.J. Watt, but I think it's also unfair that he was on the list. He played, what, what those five games. It, he got on there. He's, he's a force to be reckoned with, but he wasn't this year because he wasn't not out there. this year, and I don't – I know it's voted on by the players, but I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I and I have the utmost respect for – J.J. Uh, Watt. I, I think what he did with Houston is really cool. I think that it was needed, and I think he was able to bring a cool little story over there. But with Jimmy Garoppolo, he took, in garbage time of the season, won six in a row. whoop de do you In garbage time. And then got paid. So we'll see how that works out. The biggest win he had was against the Jaguars, which was a 44-33 to win. One of the worst 
often the defensive showings for the Jaguars had all year. Chris Harris was 86th, and Bruce Irvin was 85th, which I, I don't know. I don't know what they're seeing. Last year, Chris Harris was 63, or the year before was 63. Didn't have a bad year. It's just things like that. And then but what? Keep Talib was like top 20 that year. I, I'm not sure, but he was somewhere. He was higher than Chris Harris. I know that. Um, this could be interesting. The rankings uh, are a joke. It's a popularity contest. It is. It definitely is. I th- I think from I think, hear me out. I think from 100 to 10 is a popularity contest, but from nine to one, I think those are your truly. No, oh, yeah. I, just I think don't that's know how they based come off up of, with the list because it's it actually blows my mind. And you know, Kirk Cousins he threw for what 27 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. That's a little bit over a two to one touchdown to interception rate ratio. Jimmy Garoppolo had seven touchdowns and five interceptions in his six games. Kirk Cousins had four four thousand yards. I was I was in on Kirk Cousins. If he went to the Broncos, I would probably be a fan. But after thinking about it, I did not want to pay him. The man's never won a playoff game. Nope. Well, Alex Smith, Case who's his replacement, is going to be higher on the list. Absolutely Way higher on the list. Absolutely. So, but and then you got to look at it too. Where who did? I mean, Alex Smith last year had a lot more weapons around him than Kirk Cousins did. Kirk Cousins saw all of his running backs get hurt pretty much. He saw his best tight end, Jordan Reed, be out for most of the season. And then Josh Doxson, he got to he got to shine. But I watched him tear apart the Broncos defense, that's for sure. Kirk Cousins dismantled us. Well, he dismantled the Vikings for the last two years. And I don't get why people as Vikings fans, you go on the Vikings Twitter and you go on the Vikings Facebook and see what people are saying. They're like, This man's a scrub. He can't he can't win. And I was like, Well, have you seen him just destroy our defense the Vikings defense? A number one rated defense. Like he destroyed us. Like Yeah, we'll see. It'll be I interesting. Mean, you like that? Oh, I like that. You like that? I like that. <laughs> we'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh uh I would say uh, biggest losers of this draft. I mean, like I said earlier, you can't really win or lose a draft. It it really comes into play of how they play during the season. That's when you can figure it out. We can't say who lost a draft a week later. That's not fair to these teams or fair to these players as well. Um, but Dallas Cowboys. They got Michael Gallup. And they lost the draft? He's good. Because Jason Witten told them the day before that he was going to retire? I, I saw Jason Garrett still trying to convince him to come back. So we'll see what happens with that. But Michael Gallup out of CSU, Colorado State. Mm-hmm. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. He's not going to fill Dez's steps but well, he's well, he can just not drop the ball and you'll be okay I'll be alright because Dez uh, did not catch it well according to the rules now he did no he didn't he well, dropped it according to the rules now he did he dropped it well before yeah but now he did catch yeah, it yeah what does that do for him nothing yeah okay but it's a catch now <laughs> what does that do for him nothing but it's a catch now <laughs> okay alright that's fair but Dez dropped it um <laughs> Uh, like I said earlier, the Oakland Raiders definitely, I feel like, lost the draft. They traded back so many times, and they got absolutely nothing from each of those trades. They got a third round for trading back five five picks in the NFL draft. That was very interesting. Um, Tampa Bay did very well, trading back with Buffalo to 12. They ended up getting one of the best defensive players that a lot of people thought in Vita Villa. I can't say his real full name because no disrespect to him, but I can't. I can't pronounce that. How about the Patriots? Not, not, not trading out of the first round. Uh, 
What is going on? I thought they were. <laughs> two picks to trail the first round. How many second round picks can you give it two picks? Bill Belichick's mind. That's how it was. I can't yeah. even imagine what's going through Bill Belichick's head. I can't. I can't. Defense. Tom Brady. Punters. Punters are great. Oh, I wish Pat McAfee would come. I wish Pat McAfee would come punt for the Patriots. Broncos got Marquette King. You didn't like that. I don't like him. I really don't. Not denying his talent. He's gonna bring a, especially in that, especially in Denver air. That he's that ball's gone. He's a punter. That ball is gone. Punters are people too, Sean. Punters to are people too. More humble. Punters are people too. You want to get into some MLB talk, real quick? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the MLB. I got, but so well, Corey Seager is going to have Tommy John surgery, and there's rumors that they might the Dodgers might try to go out and get Manny Machado, which I would hate because he rakes. He's good. Of course. He's playing Coors, Coors a lot. yeah. He, yeah. So the Dodgers are 12-16 and 16 right now. And they, <laughs> while it's early, they're eight games back out of first place already. And Dave Roberts says they're still going to win the division. And, and this trade with Manny Machado, I don't know usually how fast the MLB works on these kind of stuff, but that's not going to happen I don't know tomorrow. what they would even have to give up. It's not going to happen tomorrow. To get Manny Machado. They're going to they're gonna probably lose about a month. I feel like all these big trades, no matter who it is, no matter when it is, you got a couple in the beginning of the season, and then in every other sport, the trade deadline happens, and then people go nuts. I think the Dodgers might be a little um, – they might go a little early, and they might try to give up a little too much. But they also need to remember that they have Corey Seager coming back next year. Well, and they're, they're without Justin Turner. They're starting third baseman. So their whole left side of the infield is gone, which I don't mind. I don't wish injury upon anybody. As a Rockies fan, Dodgers. <laughs> As a Rockies fan, you gotta hope like that. Don't even get me started. They're they're struggling a little bit. Um, you guys are twins are doing pretty bad too. Huh? Twins are doing pretty bad too. Yeah, yeah. They lost like what four to the Yankees, who were on a nine game winning streak. Yankees won nine in a row. The Red Sox can't stop hitting grand slams. Uh, the Diamondbacks are in the division lead, twenty and eight, which I don't get. They have Goldschmidt. They have some nice pieces, but not. Not to warrant that record. It was so kudos to them. So those two teams have played twenty eight games. That means they roughly have another another five thousand because the MLB season's apparently too long. Hundred and fifty four games. For Anthony Rizzo. For a lot of players actually as well. Uh, I look at Joey Votto. Joey Votto might be one that doesn't mind it, but I I got to go on a Twitch stream with Trevor May, who's a starting pitcher for the, the Minnesota Twins. And he's a he's an avid Twitch streamer. I don't know if you guys know what Twitch is, but it's a broadcasting where you can broadcast over, and then people can watch and sub and subscribe and give you donations as well. Um, but it's usually mostly used for video games. So he was playing a popular game right now called Fortnite, and I I asked him. There wasn't very many people in his stream, so I knew he was going to receive my question. So I asked him. I said, uh, "How do you feel about the length of the season? Would you like to see it shorter by uh, you know a month or like 20 games?" And I said, or does it not really matter to you as you're a pitcher? So you're doing a seven-game rotation. So you're not really getting that huge brunt of the of the force of everything. He said, a lot of a lot more people than you would actually think don't like the 162 games. You're away from your family for such a long time. You you get into the summer where you're playing a bunch of double headers, and it's really just tiring on your body. But but how long has it been like this? And they're just now like coming out with it, like yeah. 
absolutely. I think, and it's it's always the first per it's always the first person. One person always starts everything. Kind of like how uh, Demar Derozan started the mental health, uh, helping with mental health people. I say you play one eighty two. Just keep it going. It's baseball. It's baseball. Well, here's the thing: you play one hundred eighty two games, and you don't even play every team in the league. That's uh, mind boggling to me. You don't even play all the same play teams. Play two hundred. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I get that they're playing at the highest level and injuries happen, but it's it's baseball. But you, you gotta look at the I'm point not being where serious about the one eighty two. I'm just saying hundred sixty two is fine. I th- I think what you're you're missing out on though is these people are away from their families. I know they for knew quite that a, coming in. They, they signed did, up for that. Absolutely. But you know, it starts taking a bigger toll on you and a bigger toll on you as as the season goes on and you haven't seen your wife in two months. <laughs> your kids in two months, you know, it, it, it affects people differently. Uh, I think, and what, so the one thing that Trevor May said was maybe take a week off or two weeks off the beginning and end of the schedule. So shorten it by a month, but two weeks in the beginning and two weeks in the end, start a little bit later. Then you kind of can avoid some of those early late March showers oh, and yeah. rain outs you'll, and stuff like that. You'll avoid the cold weather because it started early this year and you're seeing plenty of games. And then you're going to have a lot postponed due to snow rain and you're gonna have to see all those made up with double headers in the middle of the summer start it when it normally starts and you'll be fine it'll it'll be interesting i I, I think you just leave it i don't know i don't remember and there was talk a lot a lot in the nfl about changing it to 18 games and giving another team giving a team another bye week that was a big talk for a while, getting two bye weeks in the season. Get rid of the preseason, man. Limit the preseason. We don't need four games. Four games is too much. Well, and then do you, do you also look at in spring training? Could spring training in MLB be a little bit too long? I think it is, but that's just me wanting the season to start. I don't yeah. like watching yeah. exhibition games. If you, if you think about it, if you shorten the MLB season, it might engage a bigger audience because I know plenty of people – they're just they tune out because there's so many games. And if you shorten the season, you're gonna get a lot more, in my opinion, view viewage of the games just because there's 162. Like right now, the Rockies have played 30 games already, and to think they have 130 more, and I've tuned out almost a little bit just because I know there's going to be 40 more games within the next month and a half, month, two months. Well, and I think Rockies fans know really well that just because you have good beginning of the season. A success doesn't mean it's going to translate to the end. Oh yeah, not at all. And I think, and I think it's baseball is one of those sports where you can play terrible in that first month. You're going to be really far behind, really, really far behind. But if you start picking it up towards those end, of, uh, towards the end of May and in those summer months, you're going to have a really good chance where all their teams that really ramped up at the beginning and went down. I I feel like keeping the length of the season gives opportunity. You look at the 07 Rockies when they won like 21 out of 22 to make it to the playoffs, just to the wild card game. Mm-hmm. You're starting the season, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think they should keep it, but that's just that's just me. Yeah, absolutely. Or I mean, they can they can look at a d- bunch of different things. They can give a two week break to a team in the middle of the season. They get the All Star break. Yeah. So let's let's say they shorten it a week. So they take a one week off, but they also get, they give you that week in the middle of the season as a break before the all-star break. So you get that all week long all-star break and then you get another break somewhere in between maybe in, in June. So you get the all-star break in July and maybe you get that, an, that week break in June 
where you're not playing, where your schedule is really ramped up because that's the best time to play baseball is in the summer. No, yeah, but if you're complaining about the weather, like you don't want to play in late October, like maybe you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I don't know. But if you're complaining about it, like you're, you're getting paid to play the game. If it's not getting postponed, play the game. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I think that's where we'll agree to disagree on that and one. Well, yeah, a lot of games have been postponed early in the season. Like, I don't know. There's just something to me about being a competitor. No matter the circumstances, you're going to go out there. Well, you see the NBA play 82 games, and that is a really competitive. I mean, you just saw this last year where the Timberwolves and the Nuggets oh, yeah, the West went was up to the, last, to the last game. I think it's like four... Th- the four through eight were separate back a game, game and a half. Yeah, it's, it was crazy. So you saw a lot of that, and that's 82 games. I mean, why can't baseball play 82 games? I if mean, you play 82 games in baseball, that's not enough. But why? Because you have a pitcher who's going out there every five days. How many starts is he even going to get if you play 82 games? Well, so you play 82 games, but you don't, you don't play them as close as you, know, you normally do. So maybe you don't have those five-man rotations. Maybe you play two games, three games here, and then like two to three days you play another. So you have that extended rest time. So maybe you don't have that many pitchers going through a rotation. Not a fan. Just keep it the way it is. All right. That's Sean English telling you to suck it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that – definitely interesting the mlb is definitely a, and as a fan like you said i kind of i kind of got burnt out as a kid watching it like i would watch it in april and i'd be like none of this matters no yeah unless <laughs> you're a diehard baseball fan there's gonna be a time during the season where you just tune it out and then you kick back up when it's like august about to be starting or something you a, kick a back off in august and then you're like oh the nfl starting and you start watching the nfl no yeah so that's definitely interesting um I mean, do you really have anything else? I think uh, this was a really fun time. I think we got a lot of conversation in. Um, NBA playoffs are ramping up. Oh, the NHL playoffs, something that you really don't know much about. I love hockey. Let's do that hockey. (laughs) I got to take Sean to a uh, Minnesota Wild game as well. We went on a trip in December to go see a Vikings game. And we're like, well, let's go see a Timberwolves game. And we're like, well, let's go see a Wild game too. So we we got to go see. It was a little sports-packed weekend, so that was pretty fun. But I took him to his first hockey game. Still knows absolutely nothing about it. What's icing? Like, you don't have to tell me it's rhetorical, but what's icing? Like, come on. <laughs> and then you have uh, his favorite player was number 22. Remember his name? Um, the Wild? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Nino Niederreiter. Niederreiter. That's <laughs> the guy. Okay. Yeah, so Sean doesn't really know much. I mean, so the the first round of the playoffs was definitely real crazy. I think you saw uh, what you what you what you expected was Nashville, uh, Nashville was gonna beat Colorado, which they did. I don't. I think a lot of people saw that being a sweep. And then you saw Minnesota losing to Winnipeg, which a lot of people saw as also probably being a sweep. Uh, Zach Parise got hurt in that series. Brian Suter was hurt. Uh, no excuses. Minnesota Wild got to be better. They fired their GM Chuck Fletcher. Which is crazy because he started the winning culture in Minnesota, and I mean, you don't really know much too much about that kind of stuff. But he started a winning culture in Minnesota, bringing in Zach Parise and Ryan Suter, but then he gets fired for not winning. Which I mean, it's a it's a double edged sword. You either win, you you become really good at the beginning of the, your your term, and you just get really bad, or you're subpar and you haven't really grown, and you just get fired. Well, that's like George Carl in Denver. There's like. 
Terry Stotts in Portland right now. There's that plateau you hit. You can make the playoffs however many times you want, but if you keep losing in the first round, you're not doing the team any good. There's, There's that no plateau. Point. You hit that plateau. You, do. you can't go up any higher. You hit that one plateau. So that's definitely very interesting. Um, on the on the Eastern side in this, uh, round two, we get to see a, another Washington Capitals versus Pittsburgh Penguins series. Which... I know Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby. So there's we that should... for you. All right, we're gonna play. We're gonna do a little fun segment here called "Can Shaw Name a Player on a Hockey Team?" Let's see if I can name. Uh, let's go with five to start. Just five NHL. Okay, no, ten. We'll go ten. We're gonna go ten NHL oh, players. Yeah, we'll go ten. We're gonna go eight. We'll go right eight. in the middle. Eight NHL players for Sean English. All right. Doesn't have to give us the name. The team name is eight players. Need a rider. Nathan McKinnon. Gabriel Landeskog, Matt Duchesne. I just know this because I live in Colorado, uh, and I know he's not even on the Avs anymore. That's another one. That's five. That. Instantly five. Um, Sidney Crosby. Uh, Simeon Varlamov. <laughs> Name someone from not Colorado. Alexander Ovechkin. Name someone from not. I know there's that guy in the Oilers. Yeah, he played against the uh, Wild. I don't know his first name. He McDavid? went number one. McDavid, there McDavid. We go. Um, <sighs> Parisi. What am I up to? You're up to nine. Nine. Um, the Rangers. You gotta know somebody on the shoot. Rangers. I don't. That's that. That's, I don't know anybody on the Rangers. But Sean, your mom's from New York. Who's that goalie? Who's that goalie? Um, there's that goalie. Was on a lot of teams. He's been playing a while, right? Am I getting close? <laughs> Who's that goalie who's been playing on a lot of teams? <laughs> he was on the Rangers. No? Okay. Um, well, that's about it. Can you name the expansion team that entered the league this year? Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be incorrect. That was the Los Angeles, I mean, the Las Vegas. Oh, Las yeah. Vegas Golden Knights Las Vegas. swept the Los Angeles Kings in the first round, and they are having the best. <laughs> I can't believe. Oh, man. I, I knew that, too, and, <laughs> and I panicked. They, and they are playing the – they have the best season in all of sports history for a team that enters the league expansion team. They have the best ever season. Good to know. Why don't you just become a Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights fan? <laughs> Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Um, become a Golden Knights fan. You can just start new. You don't have to like any other team. Just sh- all right. We're labeling it. Sean English, Las Vegas Golden Knights fan. I guess I'm a Golden Knights fan. Now. Las Vegas Golden Knights. If for whatever reason you guys hear this podcast, and for whatever reason you're still listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of talking at this point. It's probably about time to wrap it up. Go ahead and send Sean English a jersey of Mark Andre Fleury or Eric or Carlson. Who is the goalie that I was talking about, dude? There's a goalie, Lundqvist. Is that his name? There it Has is. He been on a lot of teams or no? Just the just the Rangers. No. Okay. Well, there's that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sean M English. That's S E A N. Shame. Shame. English. Shame. You can follow Kylan at... That dude, K-R. That is D-A-T-D-U-D-E underscore capital K and capital R. And then follow us on Twitter. At Savvy Sporters. Savvy Sporters.
I rant a lot on Twitter, so if you guys like to see a lot of rants, go ahead and follow me. This was a long rant, this podcast, but we're just trying to <gasps> we're trying this out. The rant. The rant. <laughs> the rant. <laughs> it's called the rant, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to the rant. Welcome to the rant. Goodbye from the rant. Goodbye. <laughs>